lesbian bondage strap-on story. Carla 3 by Richard Carla and I had made our last mortgage payment. The house was all ours. We decided that to celebrate Friday evening, we would go out for supper, a movie, or maybe go at a lounge for a late night drink and some entertainment. On Wednesday, though, I noticed Carla getting into some kind of mood. She didn't want to talk nearly as much. On Thursday, she was definitely being cranky. Supper consisted of some poorly made sandwiches and lukewarm soup, which also showed signs of a little preparation. Friday, when I came home from work, she was sitting watching TV. When I asked her if she was getting ready to go out, she said she wasn't. Her voice was pouty. I wondered now if she was playing an act to get something. I decided to find out if maybe she was looking for another encounter. You know, I think I'm going to take Marge up on her offer. I think I'll call her because you've been so moody the last few days. Is that what you want? Do what you want. I don't care who you call. I decided I'm not going out tonight. She hadn't taken her eyes off the TV, so I went into the kitchen and used the phone there. Marge asked me to put Carla on the line. I went into the living room and told her Marge wanted to talk to her. Carla made no effort to pick up the phone. I took the phone and handed it to her. She grunted into the phone. Marge told her how disappointed she was that she was being so uncooperative at such a happy time. Marge told her she was coming over in a half hour and she expected her to be dressed by then. She told her what to wear, a white blouse and her short navy blue skirt, a front closing bra, stockings, and no panties. Carla never said a word. She hung up on the phone and kept watching TV. I had a shower and was dressed just in time to let Marge in. She was wearing a leather coat, jeans, and had a large handbag. Where is she? Did she get dressed? She's still watching TV in the living room. No, she didn't get ready. Marge marched into the living room. She grabbed the remote out of Carla's hand, flicked off the TV, and tossed it across the room near the TV. Why aren't you ready to go? I'm not going anywhere. I don't care. Marge had pulled a strap-on out of her bag, and Carla's eyes got huge as she saw it. She stopped talking and started to rise out of her chair, but it was too late. Marge grabbed her left arm just under her armpit and pulled her out of her chair. Carla was making some protests that she didn't want a spanking, and she was trying to run away. All she could do, however, was run in a tight circle around Marge. Marge landed four good smacks. Now are you going to get dressed? Yes, Carla just stood still waiting for Marge to release her. Carla headed off to the bedroom. I got a couple of beers from the fridge for Marge and I. We talked for a few minutes about work, baseball, etc., Then Carla joined us. She stood by the table forming a triangle with Marge leaning on the counter, me on the stool near the door, and she took a couple of sips from my beer. She was wearing a white blouse, open a little bit lower than she usually did, part of Marge's instructions. A mid-thigh navy blue skirt, which I didn't remember her having. Most of her clothes are on the very modest side. The blouse did little to hide the lace bra underneath it. The high heels accented the short skirt. Are you dressed the way I told you? 
Marge was leaning against the kitchen counter. I could see she was admiring Carla. Her eyes swept from her head down to her feet, back up to her chest, and remained there. What does it look like? Carla was back to being insolent. She looked right at Marge without blinking. I don't know. I see that you are wearing the right bra, but I can't see what you have under that skirt. I told you not to wear panties, are you? I always wear panties. Take them off. No. She took another sip of beer. Your choices are take off the panties or you get another spanking right here and now and you will open another two buttons on that blouse before we leave this house. Now which is it? Marge had set her bottle down and was reaching into her bag again. Carla sniffled a little, then took a step away from the table. Where are you going? Marge cut her off. I'm going to the bedroom to take my panties off. Carla was much more subdued now. No, take them off right here. Carla stopped about three steps from the table. She was facing both of us. She bent forward to pull up her skirt. This gave us both a good look inside her blouse. She was wearing an all-lace bra with very small cups. It showed off her cleavage to a good degree as the blouse opened as she bent forward. She pulled up the skirt around her hips, then hooked her thumbs into her bikini panties and pulled them down. She leaned against the table as she pulled them off first one foot and then the other. Marge crossed the floor and took them from her. I'll put them in my bag, and then if during the evening something happens that you need them, I'll give them to you, all right? She had Carla pinned against the table, her hand cupping her face. Carla nodded. Marge's hand slid down Carla's throat onto her chest and breast, then stroked down her tummy and down her leg to the hem of her skirt. She pulled the skirt up her bare legs above the stockings. From Carla's response, I could tell Marge was finger-fucking her. Suddenly, Marge pulled away. That's enough for right now. Let's go get something to eat. I know this great place, very private. To emphasize the very private, she ran her hand over Carla's breasts again. The restaurant had these really great booths. They were very private. There was no ceiling, but the walls were over six feet high. You'd have to be a basketball player to peek over them. Then the entrance consisted of swinging doors. It was incredible. We were seated, me, then Carla to my left, and then Marge. While the waitress was filling the water glasses and explaining the evening specials, Marge gave Carla this very long, wet kiss. I glanced down. Carla's nipples were dark and threatening to poke holes in her blouse. Her hands were in her lap, clenching and opening. Pass that on to your husband, Marge commanded as she pulled away to open her menu. Carla did as she was told while the waitress discussed something about Marge's order. I decided that if Marge could kiss my wife in public, I could make a pass at her myself. When I started squeezing her breast, Carla turned fully to me, pressing her breast harder into my hand. The entire meal was like that. Marge opened a couple more buttons on Carla's blouse, eventually opening her bra about the time the waitress brought our dessert. Marge allowed Carla to close it, 
and two buttons on her blouse before we left our booth. We went to a movie where all three of us continued making out. Mostly we kept Carla excited. Her cunt was hot and wet. I put my fingers in there several times when Marge wasn't playing with her. After the movie, Marge told us to get in the back seat. When we were out on the dark street, she told Carla to fuck me. Carla needed to by this time. She had been going for nearly four hours being stroked, caressed, fingered, but never getting off. Now she opened my pants and pulled them down around my knees. She hiked her skirt up around her waist and mounted me. She came in just seconds, then slowed as she made sure I enjoyed the ride and came twice more before allowing the tempo to bring me off. All the while, Marge was passing cars and we were being passed by others. When we got into the house, Marge ordered Carla to go clean up, have a shower, wash your husband's juice out of your hot little cunt, make sure your hair up and down is nice and clean, then join us in the living room bare-ass naked. She gave Carla a little shove in the direction of the bathroom. Marge and I sat in the living room enjoying a nightcap. Marge had poured a pretty large stiff scotch for Carla, which sat on the coffee table. Half an hour later, Carla entered. She was pink all over from a hot shower. A sheen covered her whole body. Her hair, both pubic and head, sparkled. Marge ordered her to kneel in the middle of the floor. She allowed her to take her drink. Your husband and I are going to have a shower now. You sit here, finish your drink, but when we get back, I expect you to be sitting right here. Marge and I went for our shower. Marge made sure we took our time getting all lathered up, then rinsed off thoroughly, completely dry. Then in robes, we headed back into the living room. Carla was just where she had been ordered to sit. Her nipples were hard and dark. Her face flushed, and I could see her pubic mound was swollen. Her hair there sparkled with dew. Marge took in the scene as I did. Did you play with yourself while we were gone? No. You better not have, because all I said you could do was enjoy your drink and sit here. I didn't, I promise, Carla whimpered. Marge went into the kitchen to refill our glasses. She put extra ice in each glass. She ordered Carla onto her hands and knees in front of me to suck my cock and lick my balls till I was rock hard. While she was busy doing that, Marge used an ice cube on Carla's nipples, her clit, and finally pushed it deep inside her cunt. When I was getting close to coming, Marge pulled Carla aside and mounted me. It didn't take more than a minute for me to shoot my juice into her. Then she got off me, made Carla lick me clean, and then suck and lick her pussy. Then she strapped on a dildo and fucked Carla on her back, on her knees, with Carla sitting on March. Finally, she went down on Carla and I fucked her from behind. What a way to end what seemed like a disastrous evening. Carla told me later the most exciting parts were where she was separated from Marge and I, and she didn't know what we were doing, and where she had 